I'm Cece. And I'm Kali. With, with FPTV. We are proud to be here at Twin City Auto for the first ever Twin City Auto Coaches Show. We're joined today by the Fort Payne Wildcats and the Collinsville Panthers, as well as several other guests, so be sure to stay tuned. And welcome to the Twin City Auto Coaches Show! Woohoo! Yeah, no kidding. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Bone, and I, I have uh, Mr. Andy White here, who is going to be talking to you about some great Twin City Auto deals. Now I'm going to be turning it over to Webb, who has Coach Elmore with him to talk to you about last night's game. Here at Johnny, Our local staff is always there to assist your needs. Our 2021 vehicles are in stock and we have options for the whole family. We are located at 1000 Green Hill Boulevard Northwest in Fort Payne. Donahue Chevrolet is a proud supporter of the Fort Payne Wildcats. As the weather gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969. They are located in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. They offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. They also offer debit and credit cards. They understand that banking can be stressful and want to give you the help that you need just like family. They're honored to be members of our community and wish all teams a good and safe season. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hello everyone, I'm here with Coach Elmore on a beautiful Saturday morning. So Coach, we just played our game against Gadsden City last night. Tell us a little bit about what you did during the week to get prepared for this game and what your team worked on the most. Well, I mean, it was, I think, typical to, to most uh, weeks in that, you know, we have a pretty standard weekly schedule, but I think the biggest thing we tried to focus a little harder on was, was our conditioning. We weren't, weren't pleased with our conditioning the week before versus Athens. and. Um, uh, so we had a good week for that. It was really hot last week, Monday and Tuesday were pretty tough practices. Uh, uh, very, very hot outside, and uh, our kids responded. They, they got really tired Tuesday, but they also uh, did what we asked, which is push themselves to the limit and, um, and not pace themselves in practice, but try to go full speed the entire day, and, and uh, we did that. And, and uh, we also asked them all week to we, – we just wanted to be aggressive all, all night last night and, and you know, 
playing a very tough team like them, uh, felt like we needed to be aggressive, and so that's what we worked on mainly at practice. Okay, so now uh, tell us a little bit about what you thought about how the game went and what maybe you need to work on for maybe next game. You know, there was a lot of positives last night. That's, I mean, most people would, would probably not see it that way when you get beat 34 to 10. But, um, yeah, we, we basically gave them 14 points to start the game with two turnovers. That was That's something we can't do, obviously. That's mistakes we got to get better at. We, we fumbled the ball. And really, never they never really hit us. We just we just fumbled the ball. It just fell out of our hands. And then uh, and then we were a little behind on a, on a pass on the next position possession. And uh, the play was open. We were just a little behind. That's that's what happens uh, sometimes at that position. Uh, a quarterback, you, you make bad throws. And, and uh, Jake was just a little bit off there, and it was behind him. And and the Gaza City guy made a good play and ran it down to the two yard line. So. You know, we spot them 14 nothing, and then after that, you know, it's 20 to three at the end of the third quarter. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't like to get in the ifs and buts game or what if they've done this. But you know, we don't give them the 14 off the all right off the bat. I mean, we're right there with them for three quarters, and um, you know, it's probably anybody's game. And uh, so there, there's a lot of positives on that. We've got to, we've got to find a way to boot, move the ball more consistently offensively uh, against a team like Gaston City. Uh, we did some good things. Um, but when we lost Caden Dubose early for the night, that affected us. He's one of our uh, top running backs, and so Skyler Cody got uh, kind of uh, put into action. He's been practicing running back for about a week, and he did find it a good job, but he, he just needs more time. And um, But, you know, there were some positives on offense, but I think the, the theme of the night to me was our defense. I thought – I thought they played great all night. I mean, we got they got put in bad situation after bad situation. Uh, they kept responding, uh, forced uh, Gaston City into several field goal tries. Uh, you know, got got some big stops when we needed it, and uh, allowed us to stay in the ball game and have a chance there in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, we could have gone there and scored and made it twenty to ten. Uh, it could have been possibly anybody's game in the fourth quarter, but we weren't able to do that. But our defense. I thought played phenomenal all night, and if they can play like that every Friday night, we're going to have a chance to win most games. I noticed this game and the game before last that the defense stayed on the field a lot. And um, what do you do to make sure that the defense gets, you know, break time? Well, it's just sustaining drives on offense. I mean, we've got to do a better job of, uh, you know, again, last night we, we second play, or excuse me, first play we fumbled, and so the defense is right out there, and then, uh, and then we get the ball back, and on the third play we throw an interception. So uh, they were on the field a lot early, like you said, and um, we just got to sustain drives better. And, and, and there were times that we did have some decent drives. Right after the right after we went down 14 nothing, we were able to move the ball back down the field, a long drive, and get a field goal, and uh, moved it back down the field again in the second quarter, had another field goal attempt that we, that we didn't make. But uh, we've got to just do a better job of, of uh, sustaining the ball on offense and not going three and out or not turning the ball over quickly uh, to get them off the field and, and, and get them on the sideline. I also noticed there was a lot of players that play on offense and defense. Is that just the lack of depth of team, or is that just not enough experience from some of the younger players? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, the biggest area we've got, you know, that issue going on is at running back. We, we, we you know, with, with Caden, he, he's our basically only running back only, and now we've kind of converted Schuyler, who's a 10th grader, from receiver to, to some running back, and that'll give us another guy there. But uh, outside of, uh, of Alex, our, our other, other varsity running backs all play defense. Uh, Daryl 
Prater, Alex Akins, and Bennett Blanks all play defense, and they and they all start on defense. So, um, you know, we got we get into a little bit of a depth issue at running back, but th that's the main area that it is. Everywhere else, you know, some of our offensive linemen will go in in our in our short yardage goal line package on defense, and Heisman Brown will sometimes go in uh, on offense and short yardage, but they're not having to play a lot. But uh, you know, Daryl, uh, Alex, uh, and sometimes Bennett all play quite a bit of running back, and. Um, that's something they'll just have to continue to work through and, and get in better shape. And I thought Alex handled it much better last night. Uh, he, he played a lot of plays again, played extremely hard on both sides of the ball, and uh, and was a, was kind of our difference maker on offense last night once once Caden went out. So uh, the more he and Daryl get uh, used to playing those extra plays, the the better our team will get. I think. Um, now you mentioned that Caden Dubose is injured. Can you tell us a little bit about his injury? Yeah, I won't go into any details. I think he's going to be fine, though. It looks like the preliminary reports is he, he should be back, I, I, hopefully this week. But, I mean, you never can tell for sure on those things. Sometimes uh, it takes a little longer, but we don't think it's anything long-term. And uh, uh, he, he was uh, more encouraged last night after he got checked out by the doctor and uh, just was a situation last night where he couldn't couldn't put any weight on it, and, and obviously it's hard to play running back when, uh, when, when you can't put weight on one of your legs. So uh, we hope he'll return quickly and, and uh, without any other problems. Thank you, Coach, and we'll be back after a short break to talk about next week. And I'm here with Marcus Ledford, who is a Fort Payne Wildcat offensive player. Ledford, what do you think about the game of last night? Last night, I just think physically uh, we, were, we were matched up. I mean, they're a good team. Uh, we made a few mistakes here and there. Uh, we got penalties that led us down the field and got Alex to kick the ball. But I think it was just overall a good game. I mean, physical and, I mean, outcome wasn't what we wanted to be. But it was just overall a great game, I think. How do you think your performance was yesterday of last night? Well, my performance, uh, I was mainly more of a blocking top today, but I think my performance was all right. I mean, I'm not going to hype myself up too much. Uh, just overall, pretty decent. How do you think you guys will be doing, like, offensive and defensive for next week's game? Uh, A-Rab, I mean, I'm pretty sure they got a pretty good defense, but I think we should match up pretty well, and we should go out there and do our thing. So when you're playing with all your buddies, like all your friends in the game, like does that get you like really excited for the game? Like your love for football grow more? Or, like, like what? Like what goes through your mind? Uh, well, those are the guys I grew up with. We're all competitive. We all love the game of football. Like again, uh, grew up with them. I mean, we just love it, and it's what we live for. I mean. We just love the atmosphere and love the game. Well, I'll be going to Whitney and Andy for the car deals, and thank you. I really look forward to next week's game. I hope you all finally get a win in there. Against ARAB, tell us a little bit about what you're doing to prepare for next uh, week's game in practice. Well, obviously we're we're still early in the uh, in the process of that, but we'll we'll obviously watch a lot of film on them to, uh, Sunday and Monday of this week to to get ready. But you know, having played Arab last year and their their coaching staff is is pretty much the same. They've had a few assistants change, but I think in general they'll 
they'll still be running a very similar offensive and defensive scheme as last year. So um, we'll be able to draw on last year's film a little bit, look back at that, and then obviously look at their game when they played Albert Bowl last week and then uh, and then Gunnersville last night. Uh, we'll be able to look at those two films and, and, and see where they um, – where their strengths are, and I know they've got their quarterback returning, who they actually lost last year preseason. He never he got to play a little bit late, late in the year, but he did not play against us. And I think he's their, you know, kind of their their kind of guy, their leader, their their uh, their player. And so he had a really good game against uh, Albertville. I know. Uh, didn't hear how he did last night yet, but um, uh, his name's Ed Johnson. We'll have to do a good job uh, defending him. I think he can run it and throw it really well, and um, uh, we'll have to do a good job stopping him and their other players, uh, you know, on on defense. And but again, if if we'll continue to practice like we uh, did last week, and our defensive players will continue to play like they played last night, then I think uh, I think we can do some good things. And we just got to be able to find uh, more consistency on offense and. Uh, you know, we, we had some consistency against uh, Athens at times. Um, we just didn't finish the game. Uh, and last night we, we, uh, we did some things at times. We just didn't finish drives. And so we've got to be able to finish drives and get points. And uh, uh, that's something we'll look to, to, to build on next week. Now, unfortunately, coming off of a loss, how do you get your players ready in, in the mindset for, to go out next week and get a win? You know, sometimes uh, nobody likes to lose, but I, sometimes to me uh, it's a lot easier to get uh, players' attention coming off of a loss because uh, uh, because they don't like to lose and because they, they want to win, um, you know, they're going to be more motivated to come back next week, and, and, and they know we've started out 0-2 here. But uh, I think our players also understand we've played two quality teams, and um, uh, we've gotten better each week. And we, that's what we've said. The, whole, the goal every week is to improve, and, uh, starting back with the Gunnersville Jamboree, I think we've improved steadily each week. And, um, you know, even though the score did not indicate that last night, I, we felt like as coaches that, that in a lot of ways we played a lot better last night than we played against Athens. And that's something that's hard for people to, to see because, you, you know, we, we only scored 10 points last night and scored 40 against Athens. But, um, you know, the quality of competition last night with Gadsden City's defense was very tough. And um, we, we saw – uh, noticeable improvement in our offensive line last night at times, and we've just got to be able to continue to do that. Uh, and I think the biggest thing with our offensive line right now is being able to put four quarters together uh, and play as well in the fourth quarter as we're playing in the first and second quarter. And uh, that's something that we'll you know keep to look for, keep looking to, uh, to improve on. And you know. As you play those first two ball games, if you're if you're going to be a good football team, you know the most improvement you really do is early in the season, and so that's why uh, we've challenged ourselves with these two games. And now we move into region play, and now it's when they really start counting. And we've just got to uh, we've got to have another good week of practice and and put these two games behind us and, and make them learning experiences and uh, and come back Friday ready to play with the same kind of passion we played with last night. Thank you, Coach. We'll be back in a little while. I'm here with Dale Prater, both offensive and defensive for the Fort Payne Wildcats. Daryl, how do you think last night's game went for you? I think last night it was a pretty good game defensively. We just got to make some simple, we just got to fix some simple mistakes on offense and defense and we can bring, uh, we can compete with any team you bring to us. What do you think about for next week's game? How do you think you like your performance and the whole football team's performance will be? Next week I think will be a great uh, competition. I think we'll actually win against ARAB. I believe that because defensively we're mentally prepared and offensively we're physically prepared and anything you'll bring to us. 
So when the, you're with your friends playing, like, does it increase your energy for playing football and, like, your love for it? Or, like, what happens to you, like, during, like, you're practicing and you're playing? Since uh, the whole football team is pretty much my family, my friends, we have great chemistry and the compassion we bring to the game simply puts forth every, uh, all the energy that we bring to the game and all the effort that we bring into it. It just combines with that passion and we just have a great game. So how will you prepare for next week's game? Uh, we just got to get better during practice. We got to go hard every single day, rep after rep, minute after minute. Well, we will be going back to Webb with Coach Tinker. Okay, I'm here with Coach Tinker. He's a coach at Fort Payne High School, and uh, he was inducted into the Cab Sports a Hall of Fame uh, this year, and uh, he graduated from Ot Otter in uh, 19... 97, and he's going to tell us a little bit about how that shaped him as a person. Thank you for having me today. Um, you know, football had a great impact on my life, as all, all sports did growing up, and so uh, it teaches so many things. It teaches hard work, teaches commitment, teaches teamwork, working with other uh, other people, and, and uh, sacrifice. And so, you know, those things uh, with my coach at Otter, uh, Growing up had uh, such an impact on me, uh, Coach Wells, and, and, and teaching those life lessons. And so carried that with me, was able to t play at the next level at UTC, which was a blessing. And, and even after that, said I would not uh, get into coaching, but it was something that, uh, that in my life that I seen, you know, how it shaped me, what it meant to me. And then uh, so did get into coaching and, and try to teach those same lessons to young men how that uh, sports can, uh, you know, affect you in so many ways, and it, and it teaches all areas. So, you know, the, I hope that's, uh, that's been my goal as a coach is to uh, teach these young men how to work together, as I said earlier, how to uh, be disciplined, how to uh, take advantage of uh, opportunities when they're presented, and in tough times, how to step up and, and overcome adversity. And so you see that every every day in practice, every week in games. And, uh, you know, that's the things we try to point out because there's so much, you know, there's going to be so many more things after uh, their, their high school career in sports. And, uh, and you hope that they can take those lessons, uh, take those lessons with them from sports and use those in their life. But uh, as I said, I was blessed to play at Otter. I had really good teammates and, uh, you know, a, uh, a career there that had a lot of opportunities. And, um, and through that, you know, it's brought me and uh, made me who I am today. There's, there's a lot you can teach people, you know, coming from playing high school football and playing college football at UTC. Um, there's a lot you can teach these young guys. Thank you, Coach. We'll be back in a little bit. I'm Collie at the Twin City Auto Coaches Show. We will be back with you in just a moment after these short commercial messages. Hey, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City in Fort Payne, Alabama. And we'll tell everybody we really appreciate you coming out for the big sale that we've been having. Uh, right now we're located over by Walmart on Highway 35 here in Fort Payne, Alabama. And we've got plenty of inventory to choose from. Uh, Bobby Ledbetter has been out pretty much all over the southeast buying up cars. And uh, he's just got in a bunch of good inventory. He's got good low mileage stuff. Uh, plenty of banks that are lending lots of money right now. So you want to 
need some help as far as credit goes, we've got some secondary lenders as well. So come out and see us on Highway 35 in Fort Payne, Alabama. And give us a call, 256-844-2210, or shop us on the web, TwinCityUsedCars.com. Why take the first deal that comes along when you can do better? At BobbyLedbetter.com or TwinCityUsedCars.com, locally owned and operated in Fort Payne. Drop by Vintage 1889 Cafe right here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Located in the Big Mill Antique. Open 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Saturday. So come on down and enjoy. We have everything from salads to pizza. Enjoy an evening with the entire family at Vintage 1889 Cafe. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969. They are located in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. They offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. They also offer debit and credit cards. They understand that banking can be stressful and want to give you the help that you need, just like family. They're honored to be members of our community and wish all teams a good and safe season. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. I'm here with Coach Van from Sylvania, and Coach, tell us a little bit about y'all's game last night and how y'all performed. Well, we come out last night um, offensively. We moved the ball well, ended up scoring earlier and early in the game. First drive, they got the ball and they threw an interception. First play of the game, actually, and defense played really well. Besides, we have one drive there where we struggled and the quarterback got out, and we've been working it all week. But he he made some plays. He's one of their better players and. Uh, we come up on a scramble through over our heads. That's the only touchdown they scored on our, our starting defense. And then, you know, offensively, if it wasn't for penalties, I think we had six penalties for 35 yards uh, in the first half. So if it wasn't for penalties, I think we'd continue to move the ball a lot. But we still put up 38 points in the first half. I'm proud of the way the guys fought. Um, played really, really well on both sides of the football. And special teams, we got better. We struggled in special teams last week. Uh, we actually had a special teams touchdown uh, last night. So. Uh, proud of the way we, we fought, we played hard, and, and guys come out ready to go. Now, you told me before that you had a forfeit for next week, so um, you're going to have two weeks to practice for a game, a pretty big game against Fife. Tell us what you're going to do to make sure your team's ready for that game. 
Well, this week we're actually going to take this week as a normal game week. So we're going to walk through on Thursday. We're going to scrimmage on Friday. We're going to make sure that it's just a normal game week for us. Um, but we're going to continue to pre prepare for five in a big game. We have opportunity to, to you know, make our mark in a region. We want to win a region championship. And to win a region championship, you have to beat five. So um, we're excited about the opportunity. Our guys are ready. They, they believe. So uh, we're just going to work hard, prepare for five, and, and find a way to win a football game. I'm also here with a player that plays with Sylvania. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, your position, and what it's like playing under Coach Van. Well, like I said earlier, my name's Stasius or whatever, and uh, I play running back. And playing for Coach Van has really just changed my perspective on the game of football overall. Last year, our team wasn't really out there to be to win or anything much like that. They were just kind of out there just to play. Now with Coach Van, everybody wants to be out there. Everybody strives to be great and have one of the greatest teams that Savannah's ever had. Thank you, guys. Hope you have a good game next two weeks against Fife, and we'll be back in a little while. I'm CC with Mr. Andy White here at the salesman at here at Auto, Auto Twin City Auto. You're going to tell us about this all the great deals here absolutely sissy let me tell you what we've got going on right now we've got a big uh, summer heat sale going on right now we've got plenty of cars to choose from sissy in the last year and a half it's been really hard for car dealers to to get vehicles because of the pandemic and everything that's going on bobby ledbetter's been out working extra hard to make sure that we have the inventory and we've we've been blessed uh with anywhere between 250 to 300 cars Ever since all this started, where most of your dealers got down to you know, 10, 12, 15 cars, Bobby was out there working hard, getting vehicles in for us, and making sure that he was getting them at a price that he could sell and still give everybody a great deal. Um, a lot of the used car market right now, as far as trade-in values, are up right now. So a lot of people that were before all this upside down are coming in and being able to trade out of that car, get into something a little bit better. And it's, it's been a real blessing for us, and uh, we want to thank Bobby Ledbetter from, for doing that for us, uh, you know, just keeping everything going and making sure that, you know, everybody has an opportunity to come out here and find a good deal. So we got great financing, too. We've got uh, some banks that are doing up to 84 months. So, you know, it's been, it's been great for us. But we want to thank you all for coming out here and doing this with us. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, and we will be right back. weather gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. Hey, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City in Fort Payne, Alabama. And we'll tell everybody we really appreciate you coming out for the big sale that we've been having. Uh, right now we're located over by Walmart on Highway 35 here in Fort Payne, Alabama. And we've got plenty of inventory to choose from. Uh, Bobby Ledbetter has been out pretty much all over the southeast buying up cars. And uh, he's just got in a bunch of good inventory. He's got good low mileage stuff. Uh, plenty of banks that are blending lots of money right now. So, you know, if you need some help as far as credit goes, we've got some secondary lenders as well. So come out and see us on Highway 35 in Fort Payne, Alabama. 
can give us a call, 256-844-2210, or shop us on the web, TwinCityUsedCars.com. Why take the first deal that comes along when you can do better? At BobbyLedbetter.com or TwinCityUsedCars.com, locally owned and operated in Fort Payne. Drop by Vintage 1889 Cafe right here in Fort Payne, Alabama. Located in the Big Mill Antique. Open 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Wednesday and 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Thursday through Saturday. So come on down and enjoy. We have everything from salads to pizza. Enjoy an evening with the entire family at Vintage 1889 Cafe. 